Thanks for joining Impact Boom. On this episode... For us, the purpose is really about trying to create a future for our kids where people and nature thrive. So very lofty mission there. And we want to engage pretty much every household and educational institution for young kids in Australia and the UK. Welcome to impactboom.org. We search the globe to find the people, stories, ideas, and inspiration to help you create maximum positive impact. Each week, Impact Boom brings you thought-provoking interviews with world-leading practitioners passionate about creating positive social change. These designers, social entrepreneurs, educators, innovators, thinkers, and doers share their projects, initiatives, thoughts, and insights on creating a better world. You can find all the stories, links, and other great content at impactboom.org. Follow us on Facebook or Twitter for the latest updates or subscribe to the newsletter or on iTunes. Thank you for listening to episode 402 of Impact Boom. My name's Sarah Ripper and I'm passionate about visioning, empowering and contributing to initiatives and enterprises causing positive transformation locally and globally. And today we are speaking with Sally Giblin. Sally is an award-winning founder podcast co-host, environmentalist, writer and parent. Her purpose is to unleash the power of families and educators to rewrite our climate story. Sally is the co-founder of Be The Future, which is creating multi-sensory edutainment for young children that inspires environmental action using humour, surprise and hope. She's also a co-host of the Hope Act Thrive podcast, where she has bite-sized conversations with leading climate thinkers, doers, and shakers. Sally is a Greenpeace Australia Pacific General Assembly member, an Australian Parents for Climate Action spokesperson, and a climate reality leader. She's also a startup mentor for Founder Institute, the world's largest early stage accelerator. She's been at the forefront of many social impact initiatives over the years with organisations such as Young UN Women and Social Good Summit. She's also spreading the word about environmental action through writing for media publications and speaking at events. She's previously co-founded Pure Bundle, an award-winning circular fashion startup, and was a management consultant at PwC. On today's episode, we will be discussing how Sally has worked with businesses, communities and families around climate action and shifting our collective narratives, how and why Be The Future exists and what they've created so far as well as where they are going. Sally, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks so much for having me, Sarah. Wonderful to be here. It's terrific to have you on. Look, could you please start by sharing a bit about yourself and your background and what led you to where you are right now? Yeah, sure. So I think I've had probably quite a squiggly career. I've done quite a lot of different things in corporate, but I guess the thread that was always through that is I was always trying to find work that was more about social impact and did a lot of volunteering in addition to my corporate roles. And I think eventually really opened up my view to more around social and environmental impact, which of course are just so intertwined. It was actually watching a David Attenborough documentary that really cemented for me the need to take immense action on our climate and biodiversity crisis. 
at the time I was living in London and I was one of the co-founders of Pure Bundle at the time, which is circular fashion. So I was already on this journey, but I think I just really wanted to go deeper and do something that was very much around helping to change hearts and minds and helping people to find their unique place in taking action and just really thinking about different ways of engaging people, communicating, more playful things you could do to try and bring people's attention and bring people into the space. Great. And I love that you use the word playful there. Was there some milestones that you'd like to share with us? Gosh, so Helen and I have been creating and building Be The Future now for two years. We actually met when she and I were both living in London. We met on a hashtag, which is quite wild. We were both ambassadors of this thing called Tackle the Crisis and it's all about climate positivity. And in this sea of logos, I found a logo for her other business, Unlikely Genius, and it just looked quite cool. So I tapped into it and saw that she's a educator and a graphic designer and quite a quirky sense of humor and just went she's the person I want to bring this be the future idea as it's become idea to life quite crazily we've only ever met twice in real life this was all through the COVID pandemic and then I moved back to Australia we've been doing that for two years creating this and I guess it does take quite a while a creative journey we've developed a edutainment kit for young kids it's all about trying to spark hope and playful action. It's a book, a game and an activity book. And so we've reached the point now we're just about to have a Kickstarter campaign to do our first print run for that edutainment kit. So that is an enormous milestone we've been working towards through all sorts of working with our community of parents and educators to help create and develop this. Loads of conversations, loads of testing, lots of experiments, lots of different things we've tried to do to engage people and get more people on the journey with us. It's been a wild ride already and we've done a couple of wonderful accelerator programs too. Impact Boom has been very involved in those, which has been an immense help. And the thing is, we're only just at the very start of our journey, but we've already been it for two years. Yeah, that's amazing. And as that founder managing director, can you share more about I mean you've touched upon this, but the purpose and the impact that you've generated so far. So I guess for us, the purpose is really about trying to create a future for our kids where people and nature thrive. So very lofty mission there. And we want to engage pretty much every household and educational institution for young kids in Australia and the UK and get our very playful way of engaging people in climate action and sustainability into all of those places. For us, it's really about different multi-sensory edutainment. So we're crossing that line of very much about evidence-based and it's educational, but we want to make it feel so playful and fun that it's also entertaining for the kids and their families. So we span across different products. So this first edutainment kit has a storybook, a card game and an activity book. And then we've also got free audio stories and colouring sheets and things like that. And there's definitely plans around a digital platform that's very engaging and gamified and we want to go further. So it's about trying to engage people in different ways that work for them and then helping people to find their unique place in taking action. That's probably along this journey one of the biggest learnings I've had around being involved in climate and biodiversity doesn't mean you have to be protesting on the streets or a climate scientist because there is such an immense need for change across our society with individuals, businesses, schools and governments, organisations everywhere, 
anyone can be taking action in a different way, whether it's in their local community or the role they're moving into at work. We want to be part of changing those hearts and minds around helping people find that place across generations. The reason we're focusing on children at this young age, four to seven years, is because at that age, kids are so curious. They're doing so much reading and playing with adults in their lives, whether it's parents or grandparents, teachers. It's this really beautiful, sweet spot of you can open up minds and curiosity of the kids, but then also adults can learn and grow alongside them. That's beautiful, that intergenerational learning. And I love that you say edutainment and it's looking at this from a strengths-based space and that there really is a space for people to find their way of connecting with nature and the environment in a way that's impactful and resonant for them. That's really beautiful. And Sally, I know that you're currently participating in the HATCH program, the Taronga Accelerator program. So what have been some of your key lessons throughout this program so far? This program has been fabulous. We're coming to the end, which is quite sad because I think one of the best things is just the people that you're connecting with in the space, whether it's the other participants, whether it's the people delivering programs, whether it's mentors, whether it's other connections you make beyond that. The people that you're engaging with, it's so incredibly helpful. And I think one of the big things that helps the more you get involved in this climate and biodiversity space, which it is heavy, it is complex. Mm -hmm. And so I think it helps immensely to find communities of people who also care and are taking steps to change, whatever that might be, and are on their own journey. So I think that's a huge thing. I think also probably throughout the program, I've developed more of this attitude of experimentation because You can put so much on a particular marketing campaign or a particular go-to-market channel or something you're doing that this has to work and if it doesn't, this could all be over. If you can try and look at it as a series of constant experiments, some things work better, some things don't work as well, you learn and evolve and change things you grow. And throughout the program, we've already changed some of our first potential communities and audiences and how we're engaging quite dramatically purely because of just getting out there and talking to people and discovering new opportunities and testing things. Mm, Yeah, that being really curious and not to attach to how your creation needs to come into form and really engaging with your audience is such a valuable thing, challenging those assumptions for sure. Absolutely, yeah, because I think that's the whole thing that you need to be solving a problem for people and responding to what people want and need. If you're sort of creating it and a very steadfast on, I have to stay with this particular way we were going to do it or how we're going to execute, it, it might not resonate with people as much. And so if you can be really open to evolving and changing, I've definitely had to develop that mindset and skill set and just go, that's fine. You keep ebbing and flowing and there is a lot of uncertainty and just getting more comfortable and okay with that too. Mm, absolutely. So Sally, I am curious, as a female leader in your previous experience and now in what you're creating with Be The Future as in the social impact space, what have been some of your challenges and what are the opportunities that you see in this space? For me, I think the biggest opportunity here is to really try and move beyond the idea of mentoring being the biggest thing that female leaders need 
and moving more towards, yes, they also need money to make things happen because you can be guided by and challenged by and introduced to the most wonderful people. And yes, of course, lots of things bubble away with that. But there is also a reality to this that there are certain points where you have to spend some money to make money. And if you don't, you know, leave magnet samples out there or you don't put anything into developing a marketing campaign or you don't try and put money into, say, getting PR or something, then those things are probably a lot less likely to happen. You can absolutely do a lot yourself and my co-founder and I do an immense amount ourselves and a lot of upskilling, but it gets to a point where you do need to spend money on certain things. There is this quite tricky point when you're bootstrapping you're able to put a certain amount in, but there's that real tension of trying to get to the point of generating income and managing all of that, particularly when we've got a cost of living crisis. There is definitely an opportunity for more innovative ideas and programs around how to help with funding in earlier stages, mm. whether it's ideas around offering debt funding. It doesn't necessarily have to be equity funding. I think there's some really creative ways it could be done too. Definitely scope to explore that space in greater depth. So Sally, as the world is full of people doing amazing things, and I'm just wondering what kind of inspiring projects or initiatives have you come across recently that are creating positive ripples of social change? I'm really inspired by the various different initiatives in the Hatch program. So there's five other initiatives and they're all completely different, which I think is an immense part of the value. So one is to fabulous Indigenous women all around soft cultural burning. Another one is around circular fashion. Another initiative is around encouraging much more sustainable seafood. Another one is around better ways to deal with soft plastics with a device that squashes them right down and then also working to change the, the recycling chain. And lastly, there's another one, Habitat Pods, which is a biodegradable cardboard structure for small animals to have as a habitat after fires. So all completely different. And I think people are coming at these initiatives from different career spaces, different experiences, but everyone is so passionate and we're all helping each other in different ways and trying to lift each other up. That's been wonderful to be a part of. And I can't wait to see where everyone takes their initiatives to after this program too. Yeah, phenomenal vast examples there that are all working in really important spaces. That's amazing. So to finish off, what would be some books or resources that you would recommend to our listeners? So I think one of the things I've found through all of this is how important it is to work on your mindset and cultivate this belief of being able to do something and able to make change because no matter what, you come across loads of challenges and things that are going to pop up. And so one of the things I find the most helpful is when I try and exercise first thing in the morning, listening to some great podcasts that really help lift you up. I'm a huge fan of Tony Robbins and also Brene Brown, also listening to some of Oprah's ones. And, you know, they often have these fabulous guests on. And so not only are you learning from these incredible people and their insights, but then the stories of others that they're teasing out and life lessons. And one of the people I've been finding the most inspirational lately is Sarah Blakely. And she was the founder of Spanx in the US. And she just had this insane amount of tenacity and grit 
to just keep going and not take no for an answer and just make things happen. I think that is such an important ingredient to building anything. And so I find listening to that and kind of almost feeling like you're having conversations with these people, one of the things I find the most helpful, especially if I'm in a headspace of feeling less like I can do it. Amazing. Great that you found those things that work for you that help fill up your cup and get you into the space and the mindset that you need to be in. Amazing. Sally, thank you so much for your time and your generous insights. Thank you for the contributions you're making to the world and I'm sure you will continue to make. It's been wonderful to speak with you. Thank you so much, Sarah. And I'd just love to mention, so we've got our Kickstarter campaign happening on June the 13th. So that is when we're going to have our edutainment kit coming to life for people. And so people will be able to support that campaign if they like. There are all sorts of rewards for different levels of being part of our creative journey, all the way from very small digital rewards and contributions to supporting things in a local school or early education centre and lots of kits too. So I'm sure there'll be some links here as part of the episode, but just love to let people know about that if they'd like to be part of that journey. Absolutely. And the best places to go would be your socials channel and website. It would be, but I can also drop a link. We have a pre-launch link on our Kickstarter page too that I can share. Terrific. Wonderful to speak, Sally, and I really look forward to connecting with you again soon. Wonderful. Thank you so much for having me, Sarah. I really enjoyed it. Thanks for listening to Impact Boom. You'll find links to the initiatives, people and resources mentioned in this podcast on impactboom.org. Please leave your comments below and remember, we'll be publishing fresh inspiration and insights to help you create positive impact every week on the website, Facebook page and Twitter.